Hello, everybody. Welcome. It's Richard Hart and Trayvon James. Trayvon James is famous or infamous. I actually don't know that much about Trayvon, except I've seen that clip over and over again on YouTube that says, you, if you still, you didn't lose your money, uh, you kind of lost your money, that one. <laughs> that, that clip's All like right. endless. Okay, let me start there. Let me clear that up. <laughs> basically, I think I did a video on this on Twitter, and I was basically was saying was, you didn't lose your money because you still have the coins. You know, you still have the coins, and the coins still have a value. Oh, I still have man. my BCC. I oh. unlocked my wallet the other day to um, stake them. <laughs> I've seen you said that they were rare collector's items. Yeah, they are, because <laughs> I own them. And I can sign the signature and say that I own them and everything. They're That's worth funny, at least man. 100 apiece, man. So I got I to gotta say, I don't know as much about BitConnect as I probably should for all of the other people that were like involved in it. Um, so my, I heard about you as like one of like two or three people that people make videos on about like, where are they now? And like, you know, what happened with BitConnect and all that? Cause apparently you was uh, one of their big promoters, right? Um, I mean, yeah. All right. So why don't you tell everyone? So, so for everyone that's kind of like me and doesn't really know the story of what happened, we've just kind of seen the memes. Why don't you mm -hmm. fill us in on what all that was about? Okay, so we got to give some, some some context. All right, so I found, discovered Bitcoin, I would say the first time I think I saw it was probably around 2012 when I saw, I saw it in some Facebook groups, but I didn't pay any mind because I thought it was a scam. Um, and then I didn't find it again until the end of 2015. And... Um, Start doing, start doing research, fell down the rabbit hole like everyone does. Once you poke at Bitcoin, you're going to go down the rabbit hole. And um, started doing research. And then I started doing video because I have been doing videos. I've been doing videos since 2006, um, since, you know, before, you know, way before crypto. You know, I've been doing videos, right? What were you doing the videos on then? Um, I did comedy uh, videos right. and I did a little bit of marketing i've always not always but i did twitter marketing um i fell for um i want to say i fell for mca is a legit company i just couldn't do it what's mca motor club of america they sell Was that like um, a multi-level triple yeah, a club like, or something yeah it's like multi-level marketing. all right but it's a legit company still all going right. um failed at that miserably um 40 bucks gone down the drain damn 40 dollars um, <laughs> that's two sizzlers yeah. right there right so um yeah man I, I i came from when i first got into bitcoin man my goal with bitcoin was to make you know long term was to make 30 dollars a day with right. with, with crypto right so i started doing videos and then i think the first thing that i discovered that could earn me crypto well let's back up i started gambling the first time i ever had a great experience with crypto was gambling. I gambled right. um, with, uh, what's his name? Adam Guerres. I think that's how you say his name. I don't He's know. He's like a really chubby guy. He gambles uh, uh. Um, on crypto sites. He did this method and I and it worked. And then I tried it again and it didn't work the second time. Did, right? Was it, uh, what's the one where you keep doubling your bet? I can't remember. Yeah, Martingale. Yeah. It was some type of Martingale. Yeah. But um, yeah, I doubled, you know, at this time, Bitcoin was like 300. So I had like, 
I might have turned fifty dollars worth of Bitcoin into a hundred. So I had maybe yo, I didn't have anything. Man. This is not a lot of money. Yeah, it's not. I didn't have anything, yeah. man. Yeah. I was starting with small amounts. All right, get to the drama. Um, get to the drama. People people right, want to hear the um, blood. Cause you got a time limit. I'll talk a, for eight fucking hours, but you said you're not. Oh no, I'm, I'm not I'm I'm not in a rush, man. Oh, all um, right. All right, we'll take your time now. It's a good story, man. Trust me. Because I'll talk forever. Good. Um, but then, uh, so where was I? You were talking about the 40 or $50 you got from doing Martin Gale from Adam mm, Gutierrez. Right. Flipped that. And then uh, started gambling. And then um, found Genesis Mining. And then got really good with um, Genesis. Did really was that well cloud with Genesis, mining? Yeah. Genesis Mining. Mm-hmm. And then did really well with that. And while Genesis they still mining, in business, yeah, all right. <laughs> while Genesis Mining was, I'm still getting my payouts from Genesis Mining. All right. Actually, I get a little piece of um, mining from there. Um, so Genesis Mining's taking off, and as I'm getting ready to fly to Iceland because Genesis Mining is doing so well, BitConnect starts coming out. So what Genesis Bitcoin. is in Iceland? Uh, yeah. Okay. They're mining in Iceland. Um, so maybe a few months or a few weeks before then, you know, BitConnect comes out. I started with a hundred bucks, put a hundred bucks in it, and started getting started talking about it, getting referrals, and it just kept going. And it's kept going and going and going and going and going and going and going. Genesis mining. Then by this by this time it's what twenty, uh, you know, twenty seventeen. Well into twenty seventeen, you know. I remember August, you know, around that time is when we were starting to go into Miami. So it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then around maybe like October or November, not long after Carlos said, Bitcoin. <laughs> I love that. Not, not yeah, I'll tell you right now, I'll pay him to do in fun videos. I'll he tell should you sell right now. His BitConnect coins. He should yeah. put if he still has them, he could probably auction those on eBay for a nice amount. Yeah, um, I think I think that dude's hilarious. I, I ain't never seen a funnier video. Like, Every, like Carlos was, um, I I mean, way before then, Carlos was. He's a really cool dude, man. Like, and I wish I could take on more of what he's getting because he de- he doesn't deserve it. You know what I'm saying? He was just having a good time. He's a good have a good time guy. Party right. dance. You know, he just was doing his Carlos. You know. <laughs> So he doesn't deserve it. Oh, that, man. man. Well, it's so funny because, like, I think, like, a week later, after he said, like, even my wife thinks this is a scam. Oh, that's a scam job. And then BitConnect, like, went to zero or damn but close. The thing about that week. is, the thing about the whole, you know, everybody's, I still have yet to call BitConnect a scam because it wasn't a scam, because it worked. It was working. And then I think it was Texas. And then, North Carolina, they filed cease and desist orders against BitConnect, and that's what stopped it. It was huh. going great. See, everybody yeah. thinks it was a scam, but it 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 kept going. It was going and going. It was going fine. There were no problems until Texas and North Carolina were like, "Hey, hey, people are making too much money. People are winning too much. Who are these black guys making all oh, this money? Oh, they're called rappers. What? Oh, <laughs> These guys look like rappers. Uh, they're walking no. around Miami. <laughs> no. They're making all this money just doing nothing. Oh, Out man. of nowhere, Trevon James, this guy was broke. He was trying to make $30 a day. Bro, I'm, I'm not sure. 
<laughs> Listen, I like that story. It's this nice sounding story. But the facts of that story would perfectly also match the facts if there was laws being violated and then the law enforcement people did what they were supposed to do. So, I mean, really, like, there's there's laws I against... Stuff. I don't want to get. I don't want to get into right. the law stuff. Okay. I don't want to get into the law stuff. I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, like a lot of people call stuff scams. It's not. I agree with that. Like, let's talk about that word. Sure. Let's talk I, about agree. The word scam. This is yeah. something that I want to be want to. I want to discuss. I've been wanting to discuss this for or someone to discuss this for a long time. Sure. In your opinion, I think I'm what, a damn expert on it, so I'm happy to talk about it. Yeah. They're calling you the not scam king, spam king. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's real simple. It, the things that fuck people up are scams, which I believe involve deceit and fraud. So you're told one story, and then in reality, something different, and you lose all your money. That's what I believe a scam is. It involves right. intent. Because a lot of people lose all their money through not scams, just through normal bad business or hard business. Restaurants are the most likely to fail business you could ever do. And hundreds of them start up around your local area every year. And they come into existence, and they go out of existence, and all the money gets lost. And lots of other businesses exist and then go out of business because business is hard. And that doesn't mean it's a scam because their intention wasn't fraudulent. They just they died of natural causes. So I believe scams right. require deceit and lies. Yes. Now we've got other classes of things which can be scams or cannot be scams. So for instance, one would be multi-level marketing. And the law has figured out what the difference is between a legal MLM and an illegal MLM. And it's based on the ratio of retail sales to reseller sales. And if you have actual retail sales at a certain number, I, I think it's like 60 or 70% retail sales. It's, you could look up the Amway ruling. It's called the Amway law that says how much retail sales you have to have as a percentage in order to support so many retailer sales. And then you have legal MLM. So uh, that nutraceutical one or whatever, Nutra something or another, that's real popular. And then- uh, I heard of that one. I don't know. Isn't isn't Carlos the fake Carlos sells it? What is it? Herbalife. Herbalife. Oh, Herbalife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Heard and of that. then <clears throat> so Herbalife is one, and then there's like those people to sell, you know, steak knives. That's another one. Uh, Amway does it for cosmetics, and then Tupperware I think used to do it for like Tupperware containers for food. And so there's a history of multi-level marketing, and it is legal if you do it the legal way. Mm. Now what what people will call. Uh, a form of multi-level marketing, which is not legal, is called a pyramid scheme. And the only difference between a pyramid scheme and, a, and an MLM is the percentage of sales to the, to the retail as opposed, you know, retail consumption, as opposed to just reselling reseller packages. And then no one actually ever uses this stuff. They just all yeah, resell. A, a product, basically a product that people want, you know, yeah. a product that people want and that, and you can, you know, get a commission off of it. Right. But now, that's, neither that's of those is a Ponzi. Is. And what? Neither of those is a Ponzi. Oh, no. The Ponzi is different. So we got scams, which involve fraud. We got uh, MLM and pyramid schemes, which is legal or not based on retail consumption as a percentage of the total sales. And there's another, there's another law in addition to the Amway law, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, but it's, I believe, similar. Uh, and then the, uh, the third one is Ponzi scheme. Now, what is a Ponzi scheme? It's a form of the fraudulent. They tell you that something is happening that generates revenue. They tell you that if you invest, you're going to get a share of that revenue. And then in reality, they don't have any revenue or very little. And they pay huge rewards out of the principle that new guys give them to the younger guys. Or, or that, uh, to the, the new guys give it to the old guys. 
And then they keep doing that until they can't do it anymore because the onboarding slows down and then the Ponzi starts to run out of money and then they usually exit scam and they just turn everything off and keep whatever they took. And then you have a bunch of people that had paper gains and then one day in an instant, they don't have any gains anymore. It's all gone. There's no liquidity. There's nowhere they can sell. They have a worthless token. That's similar to what happened to you. Um, the causes were different in your case, going by your story, which is that the, you know, the, the, the cease and desist letters came out. Yeah. That's a, I did that's hear about fact. that. Yeah, a, I, I did hear about that. It's a definite fact. BitConnect yeah. was going great. <laughs> it was go and it was going too great. And I think that's basically the problem. Um, but I don't want to get into so, the yeah, stuff, so the, I don't know law. I'm sure, I'm sure other people have already done that. I mean, it's a couple of year yeah. old story. I'm sure someone's done right. a bang up job on it. So in my opinion, there's three major classes of problems and scams that people kind of run into. Um, one is Ponzi schemes where you're promised a lot of money and it revolves around some fraud that you're not, you didn't know it was fraud. It's a lie. And then it collapses on itself and it can't pay what it owes anymore. So that's how Ponzi's tend to collapse. Right. Multi-level uh, marketing schemes and pyramid schemes. They're crappy. If there's no retail consumption, if everyone's just selling the reseller package, that's the, that's the fraud there. You've got other really, really, really common frauds. Um, so s such as advanced fee fraud, someone says they're going to give you $50. If you give them $25, you give them the 25, you never get the 50 back. And that's basically and, what's going on in crypto on Twitter. Maybe well, from what I'm saying is, Hey, send me, this is, I'm Trevon Oh Man. yeah. The Twitter scams. Yeah. 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 And I'll send you more ETH. All and over YouTube. That's one of the main Twitter. reasons. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest reasons why people are calling me a scammer because there are so many pages yeah. that are pretending to be me and people are coming people come to me all the time and say hey man you took my you took where's my ETH at? you know and i'm like i had one message you know, me today me. i had a fake trayvon message me today i shit you not i had a fake trayvon <laughs> message me today but i already blocked and deleted them before i could forward it to you for laughs because i get so much of that shit. i get they get yeah. fake richards all day i changed my name on telegram to yeah. richard hart do not ever send me btc eth or money yeah, i've seen that yeah I did and you have to do it you have to do I, it. It's on my it's on my Twitter bio. Yeah. Any every any influence out there, you gotta do that too. If yep. you're, you know, getting as soon as the moment you're getting, you know, like I mean, that, I get messaged by it. fake everybody all day long. This week you I got did. fake you. Sad. I got a couple fake YouTubers, got a couple fake exchange owners, a couple fake like just all fake. Crazy. All fake. And so I found ways which I won't tell you about, or I'll tell you in private, I won't tell you publicly because I don't want them to get wise to it. But I found ways to tell. I ain't never been scammed yet. So cross my fingers, yeah. ain't no one ever. I mean, I've had fake documents sent with fake stamps, everything. Like That's I'm talking, they, they work for it, man. They really yeah. work for it. They want your money. They want it bad. And they'll make fake everything. So getting back to <clears throat> um, the word scam. So yeah. one thing that I, wanna, I want people to stop doing also is calling everything crypto scam. Now, like you said, my, I didn't ever give my definition of a scam. My definition of a scam is exactly like yours it comes down to intent if you're going out there with the mentality to prey on people that is a scam now if your cryptocurrency project comes out and it fails and you were trying to make it successful and it fails and then the coin goes to zero i don't necessarily think that was a scam but it might not be it's no way to prove it could be that bad it business it could just yeah, be it, bad business it could be it bad could timing scam or it yeah. could have been yeah uh, um a, amazon dropped 95 percent. was it a scam nope right Webvan dropped ninety eight percent. The, the, the issue in crypto coins, is does it come man. back? 
I got six thousand coins, man. I try to pump my. Back. How much was that worth? To back well, in the day. I bought. I bought some. Um, oh, I, right. I didn't get but like three hundred. What was the peak on on BitConnect just per token? Like three hundred and something. Ooh, all right. And I got that maybe good money. I got maybe three hundred or maybe a hundred or something like that. Then it crashed, and then people were like, you know, don't sell. You know, I'm like, all right, well, shit. You tell me not to sell, then I'm. You must. It must be something that I don't know. You know. Here's so here's I'm the hard part. Buy a dip. Here's the hard part. In crypto, Bitcoin is considered the blue chip, which for people that are younger, they don't know what the hell blue chip is. And to tell you the truth, I'm not really sure what the, the origin of the word blue chip is, but in, in old school technical like trading terms, it means the good stock that doesn't just die for no particular good reason. It's a good right. safe place to put your money. So they've like got the you know high ones. the pink ones yeah, are the like penny I, stocks. Right. So like IBM would be a blue chip back way back in the day. Right. You know, like American Airlines would be a blue chip, like big, big companies, with big liquidity and just you wouldn't expect them to be scams. So Bitcoin is the blue chip of crypto. It drops 85 percent every three years. That's a big drop. Eighty five percent. Big yeah. drop. And then 85 percent every year, every like three 45. years, every three years. three years. Yeah, it'll do it, in 20 from 2015 to 2017. It dropped 40 percent maybe seven or eight times. Yeah. So 40%, I'm not even talking about. It does that on a daily. Like it, yeah. 40% ain't nothing to talk about. It pulled back 40% like three times in the in the bull market. Dude, we went to 14K on that plus token Ponzi. When the founders got arrested, it was the top. And then we dropped 55% from there. And now we're You talking about this again. 14K or last 14K? Our, our, the last 14K we touched, which was plus maybe token. five, six months ago. Yeah, nobody, nobody knows what it's from. I know what it's from. There was a Chinese Ponzi called Plus Token that made so much money that they got to keep 1% of all Bitcoin after the scam shut down. They, they hold 1% of all Bitcoin. It's a billion dollars. They've got a billion dollars of Bitcoin. It was a scam. Do you know how much okay. scam money they filtered in through like the volume that they did? They got, like four, they, they got at least $4 billion of retail fiat to buy crypto and then cycled it through to the early guys to get to keep a billion they kept wow. a billion and they did that on eos they did it on eth and they did it on bitcoin and they kept their, the biggest amount in bitcoin that's the most that, yeah. that they did they bought the bottom they made the bottom and they made the top but nobody knows that but they talk about trading all day long bunch of traders drawing lines and charts don't even heard of it you're like if you haven't heard of it you should immediately stop trading because you don't know when the next one the next one's coming. When that right. when that when that Ponzi was running, none of the lines mattered. No resistance line was observed <laughs> at all. It didn't care. It just went straight up through everything. And when the founders got arrested, just went straight down. It's a little hmm. bounces, but I mean, they're still dumping. So like if you don't know when the next Chinese Ponzi's coming up, you should not trade. If you do know when the next Ponzi's coming up, you still shouldn't trade. I mean, my position is how many people lose money trading? 99%. In a longer time frame, probably 100%. Right? Even good traders get bad beat and they get knocked out. Oh, but money management. I'm going to use money management to save me. Nope. You're just going to lose slower. <laughs> you're just, you're just going to die a slower death. And I'm, I'm good. Up, like I got a price calls channel. If you chart the calls, they're good. But I still tell you, don't, don't do it. There's better things to do with your time. Yeah. <clears throat> so you bring, up, you bring up EOS. EOS is one of... EOS is the reason that I got interested in Hex. Interesting. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I was upset 
that I didn't get to participate in the right. EOS. Not what was it? Crowds? What were they calling it? They weren't calling. It I don't year. remember what they called it. But they had a 350-day launch phase where you would send Ethereum to a contract and you would get EOS ERC20 tokens out. Yeah, and if you dollar cost averaged on that shit, you yeah. won. Yes, you so did. So that's what got me interested in Hex. So all, and that's we have why an almost identical launch system. Yeah, so that's what that's what really got me into Hex. They raised why. more money than any other company in the history of crypto. They raised $4.2 billion. That's more than Satoshi plus Brian Armstrong plus Arthur Hayes plus everybody. They made more than everybody. So why not do the best thing? What do you want to do with that ETH, man? <laughs> See, Trey likes to make these jokes. He kids around a lot on the stream. I watched like one of his videos. He's like, if Hex goes wrong, I knew how to blame. I'm going to blame Richard because I gave <laughs> I Richard my money. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing about 0.1 ETH every. I do 0.1 ETH. I do 3.1 ETH. I give you 0.3 ETH every or once a day every no every so, four days i go three days giving you point one ETH. so i have, I have to, like 20 i have like 20 million i have like 20 million uh let me see i have 20 i think i got 19 million 19 million hex good and i probably bought like point i probably bought like a million of that you know the other good. thing that got me interested in hex the referral program it's an yes, awesome sir. referral program man a 10 percent extra <laughs> 30 a, you're a marketer man I designed it very well. So I want to clarify a few things. One, the reason that Hex is appreciating, it's up like 60% in the last two weeks, I believe is because it's designed well. And I think the reason that Trey uh, promotes Hex is because it's designed well, because I never spoke to you before. I never, right. I never said, hey, check Hex out. You just noticed it, I think, and then yeah, I, started I saw playing Artie, with it. I, I noticed it. And then I saw Artie talking about how the 350 days work and how it was like the EOS. And that's what got me. Right. And then I, the referral program, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. So I, the, the reason I tell people that is because it's very important that people know that they are not buying a security. So they're not giving money to some party that is going to work for them. And through that work, things go better. That doesn't exist in Hex. So, so Hex, me, go ahead. So let me ask you this then. So mm -hmm. what, what was the point? I don't know. I hope this, this question don't fuck up the conversation. But what was the point of making, what was the point of taking ETH if you're not going to do anything with it? Well, you've got to decide how to give you, divvy up a new coin, right? So if you've okay. got if you've got a world of people that you need to give coins to to on ramp a new economy, then you have to decide how you're going to split those coins up amongst people. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems like if you want the price to appreciate that you should reward heavier those people that are already rich and more likely to invest heavier in your new thing mm -hmm. than you are to give everyone a flat rate. So if, so if I offered you, if I, if I offered a random guy off the street $100 to try out something new, he'd probably say yes. If I offered Warren Buffett $100 to try out something new, he'd probably like ninja kick me and yeah. knock me out of his office. Right. So like it, it, you can't, you can't use the same sales tactics across all demographics of humans. And so you have to have some way to have people stratify themselves. And the way that we do that in Hex is if you free claim with Hex uh, via Bitcoin, the more Bitcoin you have, the more Hex you get up until a point. As soon as you become a whale, you get murdered. So if you have a thousand coins, you get cut in half. If you have 10,000 coins, you get cut by three quarter. You just have 25% left uh, and it scales linearly from 1k to 10k and over 10k it just stays as a 75% cut so we made logistical decisions as to which participants we wanted to get free coins 
you know, most exchanges can't get free coins um, because they use multisig. They can't even claim. Um, so we, we chose our, our stratification. Now, you talked about the referral program. Originally, Hex didn't have uh, an ETH onboarding option, which meant that you, as a referrer, would only have been able to refer people that had Bitcoin back at the snapshot, which right now I think was like 44 days ago or something. Let's call it 50 days. Um, yeah, I think it was 50. It might be now. I, I, I work so hard that I can't keep track of time. So let's call it 50. So right. if, if you imagine, you know, six months from now, meeting someone and saying, hey, you know, you should claim your free hex. You should get on board. And they go, okay, well, how do I do it? Well, did you have Bitcoin six months ago? No. I can't help you, sorry. And then you couldn't refer them. That it's cancer. Like you can't, now with the ETH onboarding, anyone in the world that has access to ETH, you can profit from referring for the next year after launch phase. So it, it's amazingly better. And how many, like what's the ratio of humans that have uh, Bitcoin back at the snapshot? Less than a percent less than a percent of all mankind. Now, what's the percentage of humans that have the ability to get some ETH? 100%. Everybody can get some ETH if they want to. And so right. 100X is the number of people you can onboard as a referrer, and it opens the, the time window up like massively. And so now you've got whole people starting businesses around Hex because it was designed well. So we've got the best stats in all of crypto by far. We've got Hex.Vision. Hexstat.com, yeah, Hexinfo, Hexdata. You can make your own analyses off of every single piece of data, volume, timing, which guy's the leaderboard, which guy got the best deals, who, who, who's been entering every day, who's got the most referrals, who, you know, are they free claim referrals or are they uh, ETH entry referrals? Everything is there. In Bitcoin, you don't have anything. There's no stats. You have on-chain volume and you have price and you have hash rate. And that's it. And that's why I had to I had to plug Tukin there in the hex, man, because y'all got the the devs. Got it's the true. Devs and the it's true. Stats pages and yep. the community, like and they're building it all. I don't have anything to do why, with it. They're building yeah, it on their own. Why, like I started out Tukin there basically on Tron, and then I was like, man, I don't want to you know put it all on one. You know, I don't want to make it dependent on Tron, and being that it's on Tron, which is you know solidity like ETH. I can easily, you know, bring in other chains. Like now I'm Tron, ETH, Hex. I don't want to say the ones that are next because, you know, it's a lot of cloners, but. Right. So I tell, so tell people what, uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll intro them a little bit. People have been building on top of Hex as a platform. So Hex, when it was designed, the contract was left open for other people to call and access. We could have disabled that. We left it open. Why? Because we want True. people to build on top of it. Right. And so first, some people built a Ponzi. Then some people built some lotto games. Then some people built some other games. And then you came along and you did something that I thought was real innovative. And you actually, right. you built a, uh, a contract which seems like FOMO 3D a little bit, except you've made some changes to it. So you removed the referral program right. and you made some other changes, which I'd love to find out about because I just discovered this today. And uh, me, go ahead. Yeah, let me start with basically the foundation. So it started with Tron. So we had the um, proof of weak hands. It's proof of weak hands, right? 
So Proof of Weak Hands was from 20, late 2017, like one of the first um, dApps on ETH. And um, we start, we pretty much, I guess you would call it a, a fork to make it, to make, to translate it the best. And um, basically we forked that and put it on Tron. And then once it was on Tron, we, um, damn, man. Hold on a sec. <laughs> What's up? Thought I heard my son crying. So okay. it was called it's called crazy and stable. So stable is basically so it's on cra crazy. It's crazy and stable, right? And they all feed each other. It's hard to explain verbally. You know, I have a tutorial on the homepage. You know, I really just came here to talk about Tucan Air. Sure. Um, so you got the crazy and you have stable. Um, crazy version has um, nonstop rewards, airdrops, partner dApps, um, partner dApps feed crazy, um, stable. Um, you'll be able to use it. You'll be able to mine with it. Um, and um, crazy, you won't be able to mine with it. Um, that's the worst damn advertisement I ever heard, man. It is. Man. <laughs> That's terrible. This is why I don't do cola. Jesus. Things, man. All right, let me give it a shot for you, bro. <laughs> what? Okay, so I, I can't do it, man. Trayvon built a very similar yeah, proof of the, weak hands. You're the, the worst. I'll do it. Trayvon built a very similar to proof of weak hands uh, contract on top of Hex that uses Hex as its substrate and input. And what's unique and innovative, and the only reason I'm having this chat right now, because I, I advise people not to do games. It's amazing. It's so, listen, this is what it is. I know I just fucked up big right now, but <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's so amazing. Now, I can't put it into, I'm so shocked or amazed <laughs> that I built this shit. I built, I'm having a Kanye moment, really. Nice, dude. But I'm looking at this shit like, I'm like, hold on a second. I fucking did this? Yeah. Like. So Congrats. I want Richard to explain this. Sure, I'll do it. He is my words. Go ahead. All right. Uh, you don't want to say that. I may want to say some troll shit right now. <laughs> Go ahead, man. All right. I'm, they, so, I'm going to hear it anyway, but it's true. I'm amazed at how beautiful this is. So Trey, the innovative and interesting thing that Trey built into uh, this contract is that for most of these games where, you know, to get in, you get hit with a fee. And then you hope more people get in after you and they get hit with that fee too. And if enough people get in after you, you end up cash positive. And so usually it's a guessing game as to where you're getting in relationship to the lifespan of the thing. And then he's artificially or mechanically elongating the lifespan of the thing by piggybacking on top of hex staking. So when you get hex and you send it to his deal, it hits you for the 10%. And now you're going to stake 10% less and you can stake. So when you stake through his uh, contract, it calls the real hex contract and then stakes the coins and then you can end stake. And when you end stake through his contract, it calls the real contract and end stakes them. And so now you've got a, an elongation of interaction through the hex staking, which his contract is calling. And so, whereas these things may have had shorter lifetimes, I think hex staking might give it a longer lifetime because 
people don't want to end their stakes early and get hit with penalties, you know? So yeah, I, I think that's innovative as hell. What I was trying to get at was the fact that it feeds multiple contracts. I am the first person to ever do this, to connect multiple smart contracts cross chain, right? Hex swaps to ETH and then it swaps to TRX and then it buys into the crazy smart contract on top of Tron. It's pretty interesting. I stuttered on that because I tried to start at the beginning, <laughs> but you can't start. It's block, like the block, the way the blockchain is set up, I can't start it at the beginning. I have to start right. it with the newest, the newest smart yeah. contract, which true. is Hex. Yeah. And I have to go backwards. I try yeah. to start from the beginning like a tutorial, but I, I can't do that. I'm not even fucking sharing my screen. Right? <laughs> One day. And that's what me. I'm like, oh, shit. Trey's got a funny fun. YouTube channel. I like his videos, the ones I've seen about hacks. I just don't like the part where he says, yo, if it goes wrong, go kill Richard. That's not that great. I didn't say go kill Richard. I, I know. I'm just fooling with you. <laughs> I say I can blame Richard. Yeah, yeah. Which I can. Because you, you could, but just remember when you when you mint your hacks, when you, when you send Ethereum to the contract and you mint your hacks on your own, you must have no expectations of work from anyone else. You really must not, because right. it's a decentralized system. But I do want to know what you're going to do with that, that ETH, though. You don't know who has it. You're not supposed to know who has it, so that you can't have expectations of them, so that you can't think that you're buying into a security. So the thing I promise you is to do nothing. All I do is sit around all day. As yeah, far so as whatever that hex that, gets, whatever that ETH gets used for, nothing that will ever benefit you, so basically ever. basically it says, send, send ETH, don't expect anything. Yes. Send, or not, okay, send ETH. Transform ETH, yep. get your hex, because that's what you wanted. Correct. It's right. just like, yeah. do you remember the, the difference? So people traded and sacrificed their Bitcoin for Ethereum. They, did, they wanted the Ethereum more than they wanted the Bitcoin, and they did pretty well. They got in at $0.30, cents and it went up to $1,500. They did better than Bitcoin did. Fact. Uh, mm -hmm. Up to the top. Uh, in 20 early 2018 for ETH, uh, late 2017 for Bitcoin. <clears throat> then uh, people decided, you know what? So they traded their Bitcoin for ETH, and then people decided, you know what? I'd rather have EOS than ETH, and then they traded their ETH for EOS. And then they did well. They made money. They they pumped a 40x in the bear market from yeah, well. late 2017 to early 2018. 40x. Right. So. Now we have a situation where people have ETH, they require ETH, and they want hacks instead. Now the difference between the ETH crowd sale and the EOS crowd sale and the hex minting transformation is that those were non-finished products where you were giving a centralized party money with the true. expectation and hope that they would build something. And hex is the opposite of that because it's totally complete and uneditable and done and you have no expectations of anyone doing anything for you. All those cool sites that you love, I had nothing to do with them. All you know, block, the the blockchain right. contract is done. There's nothing I can change. It's uneditable. Yeah. So that was definitely. I mean, EOS was probably definitely a security thing because it was. Yeah, and they agreed it was, and they settled with the SEC for twenty four million on a four point two billion oh, yeah. raise. So if you give people promises and, and you're using your essential entrepreneurial effort and managerial effort, and taking people's money and then handing them out rewards, you're a security. I mean, I would be surprised if you're not. Hex has none of those things. I can't hand you your money. I can't mint you Hex. I can't, I can't, I can't do any of those things. So, like, so since you're saying there's no promises, so mm -hmm. what, since you're not promising anything, is there anything that, you know, the community has 
promised to build? So I'm far? unaware of, I'm unaware of any promises. I know a lot of people have built things. I know a lot of people are likely to continue building things because it is designed well. When you design something well and you influence human psychology a certain way, as long as human psychology keeps working the way it has for a hundred years, it's likely to continue. You love the referral program because it was designed well. People now are building out all these cool stats websites because we chose the right ecosystem to build on. The tools that they needed to, to get their hooks in and interact are there already. So it's not essential effort of an entrepreneur or a management team. It's just a well-designed, completely finished product. So what so, do you think is going to happen? Whoa. Well, I can tell you today we listed on an exchange in Korea. The Korea, yeah, I saw that. And that that's nice because it's a it's Korea, important to reach markets where you can't, uh, there's a language barrier. So if you can get a foothold in a new market that has a language barrier, it gives you uh, pricing power and, and, and competition protection uh, because it's a walled garden that has a moat around it. It's hard for other competitors to try and get access to that area. So if you can get your foothold into uh, one of these walled gardens, which Korea is, they have capital controls. Uh, you can't just trade Korean won for anything else at the bank. They don't allow you. You have to ask for permission. So that's why we had a kimchi premium back in the 2017 bull run where you could sell your Bitcoin for, I think, upwards of $6,000 higher in Korea than in the United States. That's a lot of extra premium. Yeah. Maybe it was 2000 but I think it was up at 6000 on Bitcoin. I, I remember the Nigerian uh, premium at like 13000 It was yep. like Bitcoin was probably, I don't know, Bitcoin was like half of that or something. And it was crazy. Like Huge premiums. 13, yep. Yeah. Because you can't. That's how you know. You can't you can't arbitrage it because you could go you can't get money in there to buy it and if you did get money like you can't get your if you get your coins in there to try and sell the price down you'll end up with the local currency and then you can't get it back out to redo the arbitrage. Yeah. So that's wrong. that's the reason you can't just instantly arb down the price. You got to use like it's a whole fancy arbitrage business job. So I, I it's important that everyone listening know you should have no expectations of the work of anyone else. If you like hacks and you want to participate, mint your own coins, have fun, do the best do you it can. On Air, though. Well, you know, you could check out Trey's thing. I, uh, I think he chose a terrible, horrible name for his business because no one could ever. Tukanair.com? Anyone listening, how do you think you spell Tukanair? Because I guarantee you, however you think you spell it, you're getting it wrong <laughs> because he chose an impossible to spell name. No, you know, so, I, chose, I chose a word that isn't created yet. Yeah, but, but you, you have to spell it every time you say it now, unfortunately. Tokenair? Yes, spell it. I spell it like, I'll, I'll, I'll say it like Tokenair and Tukenair. I'm going to spell T it for everybody. You spell it, man. Come on. Oh. You got to spell it or no one's going to be able to get to it. T-E-W-K-E-N-A-I-R-E. -E <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's like you even misspelled the air. Man, is no one ever going to be able to spell that ever. Man, people can read, man. Toucan is a, on, an animal. It's a bird, and it's not spelled like that. You know what you like sound that. like? You what? sound like somebody who pushed down on Bitcoin when it was like 10 cent. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> change the name to some shit people could spell. Believe me, I have this problem with Strape. I have to spell Strape every time behind. I say it, so you I don't, don't use it you anymore. Don't, you don't understand the history behind Tukin, though. That's why, that's why for you it's like it's a horrible name. Tukin Eric comes from... <laughs> I'm gonna tell you where Tukin Eric. I'm gonna tell you where the word Tukin even come from. All right. Tukin comes from. That comes from Artie. I got that. I got Tukin from Artie. All right. Cause, cause I was, cause he would do videos, 
and he'd be like my BitConnect tokens, but he has a Jamaican accent, so he'd be like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I would be like, so I would start saying tokens, right? That's and funny, everybody man. know who don't know who Artie is. That's uh, Craig Grant. All right. Um, so I would say he would say tokens, like that's how he would pronounce it when he's saying it, and I would I would mess with him on my videos and say tokens. That's funny. And then what happened is a person who was helping me with the you know the code for what is now Tukin Air, yeah. he was like, man, you should call it, I think you should call it Tukin Air. And that's Golden Yogi. Like, it's a huge, man, the smart contract space is so, so vibrant. Right. Is the right way. Like, it's a lot of people doing Dude, stuff that don't. Bitcoin promises right. programmable money. You can't program shit. Yeah. Bit, you cannot program a damn thing. Well, someone said something about, you know, I did a live stream about two days ago, or two nights ago. Someone said something about, I know about Rootstock. But I think you still can't do anything like it's a fake copy of ETH with a twenty percent founder reward. Yeah, so what you now can't, what? So you, you got like shitty ETH. On, oh it's shitty ETH, I got you. It's just bad like, oh, ETH. Man. We got we got real ETH, which is awesome. It has all the devs. And like So okay, so okay, so since ETH I I, I find a, I find it very hard to you know, the only reason I'm even doing ETH is because Hex is on ETH. Like yeah. ETH is shit, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm telling you, game's going to change. Look, I it's, used to be a Bitcoin maximalist. A game changed. ETH is fucking awesome now. And I'm telling you, it's going to get more awesome. So have you tried, have you used the Tron blockchain at all? No, because I got no reason to use it. Use the Tron blockchain and you'll be like, Jesus, ETH is shit. You'll say that. Doug, it's just, use it's faster for less central decentralization. I could use this, I could, I could go, I could run my shit on Amazon. Amazon sells a blockchain product. I could just okay. use that. If I'm willing to trade decentralization for speed, I'll just use Amazon's blockchain instead of somebody else's. But I need the decentralization. I mean, look, man, if I was okay with not having decentralization, you would have been able to transform more than ETH in the contract. You would have been able to transform every token in the on the contract because an okay, Oracle well, would have just set a ratio me, price. But you don't think that a, a hint of centralization is necessary on some of these? No, you don't think it's a different. Little bit Centralization helped to me. It helps uh, push, push the chain. centralization like, if they're, if of ownership, not centralization of the network. They're different. Centralized owners helps you do magical things like yo, someone can afford to run a big marketing program. Someone could afford a list on a giant exchange. So if you have some whales in your currency, then some people could afford to do things a bunch of small guys can't. They can overcome the tragedy of the commons. I agree with that, but it has nothing to do with the decentralization of the network. The decentralization, the decentralization of the network is what gives you censorship resistance, which these currencies need. And you don't think Tron is, the network no, is decentralized? I don't all. think it is. All those nodes are just the same group of people. I'm not saying it's the same. It's just less decentralized. Look, any new thing, by definition, is less decentralized because it's new and fewer people know about new things and it takes time for more people to get in and for things yeah. to spread Tron's out. Tron's price just probably needs to go down so, so more people can get nodes and stuff. I think that's what really happens because like I'm seeing that happen on IOST. Like right now on IOST, I can I can get a note for you can get a note on IOST for dirt cheap. You know, like but on Tron it it's well not dirt cheap, but cheap compared to getting one set up on um Tron. Here's here's all I care about. Are my transactions gonna get rolled back? Nope. Okay, are they ever gonna get rolled back? No. Okay. Why do I believe that on uh, ETH? Because the number one inside guy that invented Solidity and was there at the start of Ethereum is Gavin Wood. And Gavin Wood lost 
some dozens or hundreds of millions of dollars of people's money when he wrote bad code. And he would like the Ethereum people to bail him out. And he's this coarest inside guy you could possibly get. And they didn't bail him out. So if they're not bailing out Gavin Wood, they're not bailing out anybody. So that's the most honest and real proof you could have about will there be a rollback or not in Ethereum. That's a real test, a real test. Now, other theoretical tests, Bitcoin hasn't really even had a theoretical test. So for instance, when the $50 million got stolen from, uh, from Binance, they thought for a minute or two about leaking their private keys and letting the miners fight over rolling the transaction back and letting the miners steal the money instead of the criminal that stole the money. Hmm. But they didn't do it. But if they, if they did do it, and to tell you the truth, I, I would have I liked to have seen them do it. Because yeah. then you really know what you're dealing with. That's a real test. And you say, okay, well, we're we going to roll back the chain or not. And in that case, it's interesting because if they rolled back the chain, it still would only be selective and they still probably would only be rolling back those transactions. So it may not have this overarching cancerous effect that people fear. We're all, we're all going to hell. Eh, maybe not. Maybe, maybe you just selectively screw over the hacker and then everyone's pretty cool with that. Um, I, have, I, I mean, I have respect for ETH. It's not that I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm like shitting on it, shitting on it, like it's trash, trash. It's well, just, TRX is just a fork of ETH. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I can't hate so like, on ETH. Like, I don't want to come off wrong. It's not that I'm, I'm hating on it yeah. and trying to say it's trash. I'm saying the game's going to change, man. With the ZK roll-ups, the ETH that you know today. Since 2016. <laughs> nah, this is new, man. This is new. That, yeah. The shit they was talking about in 2016 was sharding, which they've basically given up on because of okay. ZK roll-ups. And Casper, which is is like, so they're still doing it. But because it's already done. You can't give up on it. It's already done. It's already working. It's already in production. People are already using it. Well, so people good. use getting 50x to 100x TPS right now. Now. I, mean, I have eat. I have a bag. So I mean, I'm not. I just don't. I just don't like using it, man. I just would much rather use smart contracts and DApps that are on Tron because it's way it's it's seamless. It's, I mean, I know you. I know you haven't tried iOSC then. iOSC is like you, if you want fast and, and less censorship resistant, but you could just use Amazon's blockchain. Either. You just yeah. can. I mean, look, everything, we got a bunch of empty-ass blockchains. You can go as many TPS as you want on all these empty blockchains. You could do zero conf on any blockchain you want and not even worry about actually verifying stuff and go as fast as you want. I, we don't need speed. We do not need speed. We need users. Don't need right. speed. The shit's fast enough. I mean, how fast do you think it has to be for Hex where you lock up your coins right. for 10 years and come fast. back 10 years later? Be, it can't be it, it, but, I mean, three, four minutes either, though. No, but uh, 10 seconds is fast enough. It's 10-second blocks. 10 Just raise your damn fees, and you'll get a 10-second block, man. Fees? Yeah, I if you pay, pay two fees? cents, three cents, you're going to get a 10-second block. Yeah, well, is it going to always be two maybe cents? It's, maybe it's 10 cents. Well, no. If if if, 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 if ETH goes up to 50K, is it still going to be 10 cents? No, but ZK Rollup solves that. So ZK Rollup gives you a 1500X to make up for a 1500X in price. I mean, it's a rough assumption, but like... You can get all the scale you want right dip? now, man. <laughs> is ETH on a dip? I think so. It dropped down to 81. Yeah, it should be. It dropped down to 81, and then it pumped up to like 400, and then it dropped down to, uh, I don't know, like 110. And that's where we're at now. We're at like oh, yeah, 160, like 180. Right now. Yeah, we're, we're up 2x from the bottom, point. if it's the bottom, which I think it is, but who knows, right? Oh, yeah, it's looking good, man. <clears throat> so tell people, I think the most important part here is, I think a lot of people listening to me, love hacks and use it because i mean you get you got in your new project there toucan air hex 2 you got something like 250 million hex in the first hour i think um let's see 
in the first hour, yeah, it was about 250. And most of it's staked now, man. Uh, let me, I'm not logged into MetaMask. Where am I? Oh, yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, it's 250 Did right they, now. So, you're, so what percentage of it staked? Because uh, last time I looked, I think it was 250. It was 210. The last time I remember looking, it was 210 that had been sent. There's 210 left over that hadn't been staked yet, and there was 80 that was staked through it. Yeah, there's Those 151. There's 151 million in the contract, right. and 100 million of that is staked. That is real interesting. It'd no, be it'd be fun to have your dev. 151 million in the contract and 100 million staked. That's a better way to say it. It would be fun to have your dev look at how long the stakes were. Yeah, and, we're gonna. Yeah. yeah. Trust me, man. Like yeah. it's, stats page is probably gonna be you know very soon. Because yeah. um, that's the first thing I said. I was like, man, because a guy just staked 44 million for a year. He said he staked it for a year. Because I, I asked, I said, man, who staked 44 million? I yeah. wish I could see how long it was for. Yeah. But um, he said he came in and I said he. That's did like it for five thousand dollars, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. And another one. There's another one a few seconds ago for 19 million. Um. Yeah. Everybody's staking. I'm still trying to think how long I want to do mine for. I haven't done mine yet. Right. But, so what's what's interesting to me is I I tell everyone to avoid playing games. And I'm in this situation now where you build a censorship resistant <clears throat> currency and there's a portion of the population that wants to play games. Right. So now do you act like their mother and try and <laughs> censor them and not let them do it? Or do you you know tell them about it and then let them know hey you probably still shouldn't do it but if you're gonna here it is. Here's my, if, if I'm going to play Hex 2 and I'm going to go in and stake, if I'm going to go in and stake, I'm going to stake for longer than three months because I'm going to take, I ha already have that 20% hit in my mind. Right. After about three months, like you, no promises. Right. After about three months, it seems like I would have enough rewards from the vault and the interest that will make up for my loss plus the extra on top of the interest or whatever you call it from the right. staking right the extra from the vault um should make me a lot more over a longer period of time if i stay it for like a week it might not be a good idea right you know? but the longer yeah. i stay it's the same thing the longer you stay the better because you're gonna get the, the reward pool right it's real interesting i mean it it, it is a game, it's, though. It's a yeah. gamble. But yeah. it's a gamble that can pay off or a gamble that you're going to be waiting a long time to ROI from. Like, right. it's, it's a gamble, like, all of it. Because you're betting, you're betting, like, how do you know how many people are going to come after you? Yeah, like, the, the, thing, you know? the thing that's messing up the game right now is it doesn't have stats for the end stakes. So right now, most of it's, a lot of, like, almost half of it's staked. So people aren't, are kind of, worried because they don't know how long it's going to be until those people unstake and they get the reward. Well, you can know it when, when you, when you're dead. Right. Like that's what I'm saying. When they get the that, the stats and stuff up, yeah. you'll be more confident. Cause I'm not even confident in the state right now. Cause I don't know if these people are staking for 10 years, five years that they'll, they'll never unstake. And you know, if you're, if your audience is similar to my audience, they're probably staking long as hell. Yeah. Because the I mean, guy, the average first, stake, the first person that told me that he staked, he said a year. Yeah. So he's staking for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I don't, I don't know. See, it's interesting. It makes me wonder, you know, how large is your audience separate from mine? Like, how much is our crossover? Because if you've got a separate audience than me, then it could oh, yeah. be the case that new people are onboarding 
into your interesting new invention and they're yeah, generating the hex demand that, that didn't previously exist because they wanted to play the game that you invented. Yeah. And I, and I and don't like calling it a game, but we don't have a better game. word for it yet. Yeah, we don't. It's, it's not. A, you can't call it. First off, Ponzi is a person. You know? Right. <laughs> it's, it's a person. Yeah. Yeah. First off. Um, so but we don't have a word for even that. But we don't even have a word for Ponzi because Ponzi is a person. Yeah, so. yeah it's, it's interesting. It's that's why they always call it a, a Ponzi scheme is because it was his scheme. The, the yeah, dude. of course. But, it's, um, you know, I, I don't think Ponzi is an accurate representation of what you've built because right. I don't either. you tell you show them the code. It's publicly viewable. And I looked at it. I mean, right. I, I wouldn't have done this call with you had you not published the code. Right. And, and some devs in the dev chat looked it over and, and told me what was up. And I'm like, all right. Now, look, I haven't personally audited it. I only heard about it maybe 12 hours ago. And, you know, I don't know that you've got any audits. But it looks like the intent. It, it looks like your your intent is obvious. Like it's a, I had it's a thing. Two audits. Okay. Yeah. We'll publish them when you can. So because I I'm a well, firm believer. Were, they, I mean I, I would call. I mean I wouldn't call them now. Crazy had a full audit. Right. The first one had a full audit. Um. But I think if you if you got the revenue to do it, you should pay for the best audit you can get because yeah, if it goes wrong. Now, I mean, if it goes wrong, to go right. the code is open source. Anybody could have found what was wrong. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, man. I, I pay, like Hex has got a lot of audits, and I'm yeah. a firm believer in them because this, for some people, this money is real important to them. So you yeah. want to make sure it, whatever you if build. If the money is that important good. to you, and you're for, for one, if you're calling it money, <laughs> right? You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be playing in Hex too. You should right. be playing, all right, and trying to win. Like game is a good word for it, but this a game is more interactive. Game sounds more interactive, like you're doing something all the time. All right. This is more of like a waiting game. I would call it, if I was gonna call it a game, I would call it a waiting game. You know, you might be waiting longer. Now here's, this is the, the gamble list. You might be waiting longer in hex staking, or you might be waiting longer in hex two it, it sounds like how much you're gonna i think you're overestimating how long they might have to wait or i don't understand how it works well because if if it's a 20 percent upfront mark to market accounting cost based on a 10 percent entry and a 10 percent exit right. then really half of the revenue that people are hoping to recoup their investments with comes from the entries and so you're really only half exit of the two well that's what i'm saying is that it's 50 50. So if you got twice as many entries, it would be the same as having half as many people enter and exit. And you're also you're not also not counting the um, the DApps that will plug into it. Like right. Yeah. That, that like we already have one. They're gonna give us. Um, well, we first agreed on forty percent of their treasury, but um, I guess he misunderstood. So we're gonna go back and do it again. But I mean, if if they're doing if we're getting forty percent of their treasury and they're doing crazy numbers because the game is so great, like it only takes one game. You know, just like um, with with um, Crazy, we had a, a game called Tron Lounge, and they were buying in, you know, 14,000 TRX straight while it was hot. And it's, it's dying down to about 2,000 TRX now, but all it takes is one huge game to get really, really popping. And it's all that, that uh, Hex or TRX is going into these contracts. And right. I guess you could say propping it up and keeping it flowing. And then you have people's stakes ending. They sell right. out of they in the stake. Ten percent of that profit goes into hex too. So it's a lot of areas where 
hex is going to be coming in. So it's it's a gamble. You don't know. Maybe the games might suck. Maybe no games will come. No promises. Maybe it'll be lit and then it'll kick off the bull market and right. hex is raining, you know, from everywhere. So I'm a firm believer in hex. I like it very, very much. And I have to say it's that I, know, man. I do love that people are building on top of it. Um, I've got a, a, a list of things that I'd like to see. Uh, so, you know, one of them is, uh, you know, look guys, the code's there, build on it. We got a dev chat. If you're dev, come and join us. We got like a hundred guys in there, uh, building I stuff. I think you might've scared off some of the, um, some of the, uh, game dev. builders. Yeah. 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 With, with that I was hard on them. Yeah, yeah. I was hard on them. So I banned on site everybody that mentioned this other game that got built because in general, I don't like Ponzi's or gaming. And, uh, and then you built something that was innovative and I'm like, well, damn, yeah. well, <laughs> my, I can't be everyone's mom. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it's like, yeah, you gotta let people do what they want to do, man. Within reason, if you're honest, Especially if you're honest you. about what you've built and it's open code and the intention and the advertising looks like what the code is doing, then people know and what I'm they're a, getting into, man. It's like, if you go to like, Vegas and we roll a roulette wheel, does anyone yell scam? No, because everyone knows what the deal is. If you do right. yell scam at the blackjack table, no, because everyone knows what the deal is. If if people are adults and, and of sound mind, then they should be able to endure some amount of margin loss for gaming of, pleasure. The guy that I was just talking about with the forty-four million, it's funny you say that because he staked the forty-four million for a year and then came in the Telegram. It said something and then he said what was that too long like he didn't like he didn't know what he was getting into like <laughs> it blew my, I, I was like man i was i just was like wow man <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. i was like you stayed for a year and he's like wait is that too long is that too short i'm like no it's good you stayed for a long time oh man that's <laughs> i just like, wow yeah i don't know anybody that's all in doge but i know it's worth a quarter of a billion dollars and every day I'm always like, how? <laughs> every day I'm just like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, it's early, early OG, you know, tried and true. I hope I to, think that has play something that plays something. I hope to look at Hex one day and be like, damn, how is that even possible? That's amazing. Because like we, we're LBC, getting there, man. LBC, what you should, you should need to post on LBC, man. Library. Get your videos on there. All you right. Library? Not yet. I might have someone copy it all over just for fun. You can um just just you can plug your YouTube and it'll it'll sync all your. YouTube do it for it. Start all right. Yeah, do that, man. I I haven't been focused on redundancy and like convenience lately. I've been focused on other stuff. You know, right. not YouTube working on hacks, just sitting around. YouTube stop liking you and your channel gone. You gonna wish you backed it up on library. I don't give a fuck about YouTube. To tell the truth, man. I don't edit That's these good. videos. I don't make a funny face for the thumbnail. I don't even make a thumbnail. I don't put text in the thumbnail. I, I do. do the bare minimum amount of effort. I don't advertise it. I don't do collabs. With I people. wish I wouldn't have started though. Why? I mean, I wish I wouldn't have started with the thumbnails and the clickbait. Because you feel because obligated once, to keep doing it. Yeah, because once you start, once you start doing it, and your your views go up. Yeah. And then you'd be like, you know what? I don't want to do thumbnails anymore. You're stuck doing views, it. Your views yeah. just crash. And then you yeah. you just fuck up the algorithm and just, it's just a problem. Yeah. So I wish I wouldn't have started, but I can't. I got to now. I think you make better Hex videos than I do. I see you going through and talking about referrals and whatnot. I never yeah, talked about referrals. I've been referrals. doing these documentation videos for yeah. since 2016. It's like, 
That's the beauty oh. of a well-designed system, man. You're doing it. Yeah. And now you built something that other people could do, you know, like play along, like building stuff is beautiful. Building stuff. Yeah, it might, is, like man. even Bill Gates, Bill Gates, a badass dude, smart dude, a lot of money. Even he couldn't do it on his own. He had to have other people similar to him help. And that's why he created the giving pledge because one badass Bill Gates ain't nothing compared to 10 of his peers combined. And so anytime you can scale and work and bring horizontally other people to help you and, and build a team, that's the only path to real wealth is yeah, through you scale and give your stuff numbers. Yeah. Uh, got feel like I got more purpose, you know, with something, a project, you know, I'm doing something that, you know, I, I don't see, I mean, I think we're the only influencers that are doing, you know, our own product. I can't think of any other influencers that are there any other? I can't think of any. I can't think of any. Is Ivan on tech doing anything? He's like, why isn't he He's doing not. something? I told everyone this years ago. I'll tell you all again. You got programmable money. Is everything perfect yet? No. Nope. <laughs> if anything, if everything's not perfect and you got programmable money, start programming. Build on top yeah, of hex. You can just build something and, beautiful. Yeah, and you can just keep changing it. You know, like at first this was on Tron, and then it's like, well, you don't want to be, like I said, you don't want to be centralized to one chain. You know, so if it, it, just start. And then go where wherever if the, if Bitcoin gets smart contracts, then you know port it over to Bitcoin. <laughs> you <laughs> laughing? I say that. <laughs> Let me look. A Bitcoin guys did one cool thing. They did a pull request for uh, an anonymity uh, inclusion where they were going to include what's called Taproot, which makes all the inputs and outputs anonymous. So it's anonymity into Bitcoin. They they made a pull request, so that might turn into like a completed BIP and a. And a thing people can signal for and a soft fork they might actually get rolled in that would be nice to have anonymity in bitcoin um i think hex would benefit if bitcoin had anonymity because a lot of those old whales would be happier to empty their wallets into hex if they knew that it was easier to be secure about doing it you know it's harder to do atomic swaps and you know buy monero or these other techniques to like anonymize your original stack to get a new stack so I think anonymity in Bitcoin would help Hex by helping people get out of it and making it more spendable. And here's the funny thing. It might actually be it might actually be bad for the Bitcoin price because part of the reason Bitcoin price is high is because no one can use it for anything. Retailers that used to accept it just stopped. There's less retailers that accept it now than two years ago. Yeah. There's less ATMs that you can use than two years ago. And the ATMs that exist have, you know, they want your ID. So using Bitcoin Cash now. <clears throat> so I'm I'm just saying, like, if we could get anonymity in Bitcoin. I think it would be a more useful currency. I think there would be more volume on it. And I think the price would probably take a short-term hit uh, because people would be like, yeah, now, now I've been rich for a long time. Okay, let's actually spend some of this and let's diversify and do some other things. So <clears throat> I'd like to see anonymity in Bitcoin. I have always, and I think anyone that enjoys privacy should should hope that that happens. And they, you know, so they also put a little bit of a throughput increase with more efficient signatures using Schnorr signatures. And they also did some more efficient signing stuff with uh, Shore, Schnorr script. And then that's it. That's the that's the three BIPs that will come out of this pull request that Peter Woolley did from Blockstream for Bitcoin Core. I hope that happens. But, I mean, while they're working on that, while they're working on anonymity, we've meantime. already we've already got anonymity in, yeah. in ETH if you want it through Tornado.cash. We've already got scalability right. if you want it through ZK rollups. We've already got world's first blockchain CD hacks and a very innovative uh, game on top of it, which is similar to Proof of Weekends or POW3D that uh, utilizes hacks and you can be staked while you're in it 
which I thought I've never seen anything like that. It's very, very interesting. Yeah. So go tell them your website. Go to tukaneer. Tukaneer. It's on my shirt. I'm like my my sweatshirt. Spell like that. Is it a dot com? Okay. Where do you think Bitcoin is going to, man? You think the halving is going to set us, or you think we're taking one off? I think I think that game is as long as Chinese Ponzi's and Asian Ponzi's is the actual game, and I'm so late to find out about them that the old things like halving and oh, you know, look, we dumped for CME, we dumped for backed, but it looks like we pumped for CME options. And you're like, oh, maybe they're just not actually related, right? Maybe there's, maybe there's something else going on. I, I, think, I think that reducing the sell pressure from $500,000 an hour, which is what it is now, to $250,000 an hour, which it will be in a few months, I think that can only be positive for price. I think we did okay. drop 85%, and that historically is the bottom for the last few times that we did it. And uh, we did our, you know, 14K dump, or 14K up, Ponzi leaders got arrested, 55% drop, and the prices looked pretty nice. I it's mean, It's looking good now, man. Yeah, I, I think it looks very nice right now. Um, but look, Bitcoin went up over the last uh, 14 days or seven days before this local dump, like when it was going up. It, it was up uh, 14%, and uh, ETH was up 28%. And Hex was up 60% over the last like week or two period. Well, <laughs> if it's the bull run and if lower liquidity things, like I, I, I think ETH should flip Bitcoin. I do. Uh, I think it's that much better. Yeah, I really do. Um, however, it might not happen because that the world is not a fair place and the better technology does not always win. And just because I know it's better technology doesn't mean everyone else does. And so you can't, the tech is solid. I mean, it's called it, solidity. <laughs> it's solid. Well, solidity sure. sucks, but <laughs> solidity does <laughs> really? truly suck. It is a horrible programming language, but it does work. You know, it right. it works and it's battle hardened and it's tested because everyone knows how it sucks. So it sucks, and we know how, and then we can work around the how and make something that works really well. You know, that people don't realize this. Five of the top 10 or top 12 cryptocurrencies in the world launched on or primarily use ETH. ETH itself, USDT, which does more trading volume than any other cryptocurrency in the world, primarily in the ERC-20. BNB launched as an ERC-20, then made their own mainnet. Uh, TRX launched as an ERC-20, then made their own net, mainnet. Yeah. EOS launched as an ERC-20, then made their own mainnet. Five of the top 10 or 12, and it's, you know, it depends on that bottom what one. What is happening but, on Tron right now, though, right? I have no idea. Yeah, so it's, that's happening on Tron right now. Like, it's like a, a bunch of TRC20s that are, like, getting listed on CoinMarketCap and, like, you know, Banker's one of them, you know, Wink, the gambling platform win. You know, that's, right. that's going to, that's happening on Tron. So it's like, it's the same stuff, but I, I'm with you on that flipping in if, if, um, if, if, a, if a faster currency, 10 second blocks versus 10 minute blocks never rolled never rolled back the chain because they had to roll back the chain because they wanted to get rid of some hacker money bitcoin had to roll it back once for real back in 2010 with a, with an inflation bug and then they had to fork out or patch uh, an inflation bug that a bitcoin cash developer found about a year ago eth has never had any of those problems eth has never had any inflation bug problems bitcoin's had two inflation bug means you can print as many free coins as you want it's the worst bug you can get next to rewriting history it's terrible. So 
it's it's also got better mining ecosystem on GPU instead of ASICs, which are more centralized. It's also more efficient. The amount of transaction volume that it does per dollar versus the energy burnt is it transacts more money with less energy burn. It's also got a bug bounty program, so it's more likely to stay secure. Bitcoin has no bug bounty program. It's also got more developers working on it. It's also got smarter developers working on it now. With the ZK Snark stuff, Ethereum is running that game, and the Bitcoin guys didn't have enough manpower to do it. They knew it was awesome. Uh, Greg Maxwell knew how good it was and talked about it several years ago, but didn't have the manpower to build it out. The Ethereum guys did, and that's why it's done on Ethereum. Um, so if you want a faster network that does higher throughput, is more environmentally friendly, has a lottery ticket that it'll get rid of mining completely if Casper works, uh, already has 50 to 100 TPS throughput with ZK rollups that you can start using the code now. Um, it's all there. Like, what else do you want? And it's also good anonymity through Tornado Cash. So when I, when I gave you that list of dreams for Hex, um, one of them is that you can pay your fees in Hex instead of Bitcoin using what's called meta transactions. Uh, two is that you would have, uh, you know, in-client optional uh, anonymity where you just uh, send some hex to a contract and let it sit there for a while. And then other people pile on top and then you can withdraw whenever you want and no one can tell it was you that withdrew. And then you, nobody knows which one of those people, the people, you know, in that group that anonymity set was the person with, withdrew. We could, someone could add that very easily. You just fork their tornado.cash code and then mm -hmm. assign, a, assign a, a bunch of values that people can deposit for their hex. It's not, it's not very hard to do. Um, it's actually yeah, pretty easy to do. A lot of stuff that's happening on, like, around ETH, like the DEXs that like, there are people building DEXs for like, McAfee has a DEX, like- We're on that. There's a lot of stuff Hexes going on, on in crypto. Like influencers, like, like I, I really hope they don't catch up. I hope they don't start building anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just let me keep on building and going and getting ahead. But you guys, man, if you don't start building something, man, you guys gonna be like, damn, all I did was do YouTube videos. Yeah, Yo, here's here's what's funny, right? Everyone that talks trash, everyone that talks trash, don't have anything going on. is a useless piece of crap. They spend their time screaming and yelling, while the people that don't have time for that shit are actually building. Right. So, <laughs> you know why you don't hear devs screaming and yelling on Twitter? Because they're goddamn busy building. building. Yeah. They're building. They don't have time to hear about how stupid they are from you. They're already yeah. working on the next thing because they published the last thing. So people that sit around and yell as a hobby, they destroy their own lives by ruining whatever productivity they could have had. Any, I see so many smart people, really smart people, spending their time attacking other people, and it never even works. Everyone hates CSW. Top five crypto. What? Huh? Well, how'd that work out, guys? How'd the yelling work out? I yelled smart. I yelled in a way where you wouldn't know what to Google to fall into the trap. So if you're already in a trap, I'll talk anonymously in a way that you know I'm talking about that guy. But I'm not going to introduce new guys to the scam by name dropping a dude. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, won't, I won't even say his name. I, I, I use some abbreviated letters here that people could, could probably Google with this. Man, I, just, so. I don't know who the hell you're talking about. Yeah. So... It's like that yelling doesn't work. The only thing, if you don't like scams, you got to build something better that occupies the minds and the eyes of those people that were going to be victimized by the scammer. You got to outcompete them for resources. Nothing else works. This, this, is, this is how you beat scams is with good marketing 
and honest businesses and, and honest sales and tactics that reaches and touches these people in the same way that scammers were gonna. And then when a scammer comes along, there's nothing for him to eat. He has to starve off. So yelling at people to be smarter and not get scammed, it don't work. By the way, we were talking about scams earlier. Another one is people pretend to trade your money and make you all this money. And then you send them your money and then they just take it all. Oh yeah. And yeah. then you get reloaded into a site that pretends to get your money back from those guys and they get whatever's left. Yeah, I've seen those too. Man. Damn. Cut like, <laughs> she going that's, for... a, that's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> like, I noticed because uh, people people tell me that, you know, they've seen these things. And I'm like, geez, that's crazy. And you hear the money that they lose, and you're talking millions, and you're like, damn, like, that's tragic, man. It's tragic to see somebody lose millions of dollars to a straight-up scam. Yeah. So I, I like what you did. Uh, another thing, uh, I should tell you this. I tell people that Hex helps kill scams because we take people that might have promoted, promoted a scam, and due to the good design of the Hex system, instead they'll promote Hex, and they got less time to do silly shit. And sometimes I use you as an example of that. Now, I don't know what you do with your time. I don't, I don't know if you promote anything that I might not like. But I know that you got less time to do that because you promote <laughs> stuff that I do like. I, never, I think it works. I never outright promote anything that I think is a scam. You know, I, I might promote some failed projects, you know, but I never, you know, I, I don't get it. I don't promote things that I don't get in for myself. You know, I, I try and win the things that I get in for myself. You see what I'm saying? Right. I was, you know, doing that with BitConnect. I've always done that. And that's how I win is I take the risk and I, I, I play the games and I lose a lot. But when Stop I Stop losing. Stake it till you make it, man. But you don't gotta I do win. any of this shit anymore. You got hex, man. You don't I mean look. Yeah, but I gotta trust you though. <laughs> you ain't gotta trust me. I mean, I why you gotta trust, trust me? You, you make more hex videos than I do. I don't do. have to trust you, but I'm You doing more work than me. Why you gotta trust me? I mean, I wouldn't even call that work, man. I'm having fun. I have fun with hex because it's such a it's such a small uh you know, coin, like you can have so many of them. Yes, sir. That's what makes it fun. And that's why I, I, I like to, I, I use the crypto, man. So I, I keep myself out of a lot of trouble by actually, by not speculating. I only hold coins that I use. You know, nice. Tron. I hold ETH because I need it. Hex. Right. Right. What else? That's about it. I don't really hold too many coins, man. Bitcoin, because I have to. Yeah. I, I've enjoyed this talk. Um, is there anything, I mean, we could look at a chat it's usually cancer, but we could look yeah, and see if they got yeah, anything. I got, I'm already past my time. But I could, I could All right. see. Well, let's, then we'll just skip down and we'll make sure between us that we got it right. So hex.win. Now you've got a referral link for hex. What's your referral link? Um, Etherhex.win. Etherhex. Yeah. All right. Dot win. All right. That's his yep. referral link. If you click that, you're going to get 10% more hex. If you free claim Bitcoin after clicking his link, you're going to get 10% more. If you transform Ethereum into Hex after clicking his link, you're going to get 10% more. Yeah, so, so don't miss out on 10%. Use etherhex.win. There you go. And then if you want to check out this new thing he built, which is innovative. Um, like I, I still tell people not to play games, but if you want to play a game, he built an innovative one. It's, it's not a, a game. You're going to get way, 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 way more Hex doing it this way. <laughs> <laughs> uh com. right and then the name of it's hex2 t-e-w right yeah 
It's all uh, right. Just click hex two in the, in the um, yep. banner. And then, uh, yeah, we're both bullish, I guess, on price. Um, yeah, I'm fairly bullish. I mean, I'm a, I'm a little bit worried that we might take a halving off just because it's never happened before. But right now, it should mean like win two, lose one kind of thing, maybe. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying there. Um, but I, I doubt it. I, I'm I, since this run up, I'm doubting it now. I doubt it. Yeah, I, I think we're good. I mean, look, we're going into halving with price this low. That's better, not worse. That's better. People say, oh, it's bad. No, like lower price means better entry. Some if you got good saying, technology. Some people are saying 7K is still high. That's what some people are saying. In, I don't know, some man. Telegrams, in some telegrams. Yeah. Most of those people are wrecked. So <laughs> taking advice from wrecked people, it's like, mm, mm. Oh, no, I never take advice. <laughs> I do what I want to do. So we got Hex. We got Toucan Air. We got Hex 2. Uh, we got Price. And my YouTube and my Twitter. Do it. Tell them. Just Google me. Bitcoin Trey on Twitter and um, Trevon James on YouTube. You got two YouTube channels. I think you're Dap Trevon. Oh, yeah. Now. Dap Trevon. Dap. Uh, <laughs> D-A-P-P. Trevon. Yeah. And then you if like you the want to. I've only seen one or two Hex videos on there. Really? I knew I'd have to set you straight on a no expectations. One time you said that you thought Hex was going to be its own chain. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, I don't think no? so. I don't think so. Why? Why would you want to break interoperability with all this other awesome shit that Hex is interacting with, like Uniswap? We I'm got Uniswap. Else is doing it. Really. We got Uniswap on ETH, and fucking Hex. What if he fails? It, well, then you could do all that shit. You could you could airdrop the system state to a new system if you have to, but don't preemptively break uh, compatibility with all this awesome shit. Like. Well, if you, you, you don't have to necessarily. We're gonna start a whole other conversation. Uh, you don't have to necessarily break it though. Like you could just keep the same, you know, just like Tron did. I understand what you're saying. I I know what you're talking about. Look, if if one day throughput ain't there or some other problem, then you could find social consensus to to airdrop yeah. system state to another network. But if you don't need to do that, I love the interoperability. I love the decentralization. I love the most developers. I love the smartest developers. I, I love the ecosystem as it is. And I think if you if you try and like act hard and be like, oh, we're doing it our own way, you're going to get fucked up because you're going to have 100x less developers and 100x less things to interact with. And yeah. like it's, it's, it's just staying Makes on sense. one chain is awesome if you can do it. Yeah, I never looked at it like that. That's very interesting. Think about all the things that, think about all the things that Hex uses like right now. Right now, if you want to use a stable coin, you have with a Hex, bunch of tools just by sticking with ETH. Like that's basically what you're saying. You have a whole bunch of people that are already building on ETH. Doing, yep. You know, it's, yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. And when and when those guys make those breakthroughs, like those zk rollup breakthroughs, they're coming there first. They're already yeah. running. So, I, I, nope. There's no better ecosystem in my opinion. Now, look, maybe one day there might be, but that would be six to ten years away. To, to, to get the same amount of goodwill, training, auditors, like that shit takes forever to build, man. Like it it would take a very long time for something to displace ETH, a very long time. Um, I think I think the only reason that the TRX has been able to do what it did is because they attacked like a different market, the Asian market, basically. So they got big in Asia. I think in the West, there's not that much... There's not as much in that ecosystem, right? So they kind of had geography advantage a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, it's, I, don't, I don't know what you're speaking as far as development or users. Well, users pretty much. It's not a user on Tron, man. 
They're not most Asian. You say you don't. You already say you don't don't know much about. Tron. I don't. I, I don't know much about it. On Tron, man. I Maybe. Really, I, you, you I could should, be. Should look into it, bro. Like I a hear flat you. earth. Should look into it. Yeah, I look. I look at, go to Dap Review and look at some of the stats, man. You ever did that? I did, and it's mostly EOS and TRX guys up top there. But they're also yeah. low volume as fuck from what I see. Like when you when you look at those DAP stats, they rank them by like users. But then you also got to look I, at the I volume. I sort mine by volume. Right. Yeah. And I, I sort mine by volume. And yeah. Wink on Tron is always number one. And then 888 on Tron is always close. And then there may be like a few ETH exchanges or EOS yeah. exchanges. You know what the number one on ETH is? Exchange. What? But but non exchange. If you go to if you go to DAP Radar and you click the ETH tab, number one and two are like games, and number three is hex by users. And then if you look at volume, the games have like five hundred dollars volume, and hex has like forty k volume. So hex is the number one financial app on ETH for six fucking weeks, and it was number one for a while, um, and it's still number one yeah, if you look at volume. Oh yeah, it's dice and yeah. we gotta click the ETH exchanges, tab. Exchanges. Yeah, I'm on there. Yeah, but I'll do all. And go by volume, dude. On EtherSwap, on EOS, on EtherSwap, we're like top fifteen for liquidity, and on mm, uh, I saw that, and the volume too. Volume's top fifteen too. I think it did forty forty five k of volume today, and it's just going up. I mean, I think I think the volume's up like fifty percent today, uh, and I think the liquidity's up like twenty five percent or something. Is the it's first, going up? The first DAP on ETH is MakerDAO at number two. Yeah, they got millions well, like, of liquidity. Yeah, yeah, yeah they it's 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 different. They've been they've been in that longer, and it's a different business model. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm excited to see. Like I just seen today a, a chart of you know how many coins are staked in different coins, and I didn't get a chance to do the math, but we might already be on that chart. Because if you think yeah. like right now, we might we might already be on that chart. I got to do the math, but at some point I think can't give you expectations. <laughs> I'm excited to see where Hex goes. Pump that shit, man. Take that ether, <laughs> pump that shit. Shut up. <laughs> you know you're going to pump Oh, my Lord. <laughs> my Lord. All right. Trey, man, it was good, good talking to you, bro. All right. So you guys know how to reach him. Check out his stuff. Uh, me, Richard Hart Win on Twitter. Richard Hart on YouTube. Uh, if you're on Telegram, Hex runs Telegram. We got about 20,000 people in Hex Crypto. T.me forward slash Hex Crypto. Hex memes, hex news, hex trading, hex charts, hex AA, hex claims, hex OTC. Uh, I'm not going to tell you to hex dev chat. You can private message me if you're a dev. Um, if you want to donate to charity, go to sens.org. They accept crypto. Uh, you know, the life you save might be your own. Uh, if you want two free books, uh, I wrote two books. Um, they're an outline form. You'll get what you need out of them, they're amazing. If you met me in person, it wouldn't be even a 10% as good as reading the books because there's stuff in the books I forgot I knew and it's awesome stuff. Go to t.me forward slash SciVive, like Survive Through Science, S-C-I-V-I-V-E. And then, uh, yeah, charity. I, I guess we've got general crypto chat, Strape, uh, general crypto trading, Strape charts, price calls, uh, t.me forward slash Richard's calls. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Check out my Patreon. Check out my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Trevon James. Hey, I've been yeah. on fire with my calls. Good stuff, well, man. My, my, yeah, man. So check out my Patreon, too. Hey, everyone's a genius in the bull market. <laughs> uh, come on, man. Don't do me like that, man. Yo, it's hey, good. It's better. Right. Some stupid people still short a bull market. So, you know, yeah, I'm be on the right side. Bull market trend, man. <laughs>
<laughs> I learned that. All right. Good talking to you, man. Ciao, brother. All right, man. Peace.